Welcome back to the Anxious Tradeswoman podcast, where I, your host, Louise, as a party, share what I've learned through the years, through the tears, so you don't have to. This is episode 35, where I'm going to be talking about getting off the tools. This episode is proudly supported by the Talking app, and I will get to them a bit later on. Getting off the tools. So basically what I mean by getting off the tools is if you're a tradie, you're working with tools in your specialty trade, leaving that. Getting off the tools, not being physically in that position before, like as you were before, whether it be carpentry, mechanic, electrical, spray painting, whatever it is. There are a few different reasons to get off the tools. There can be just your wanting to, like I think there's something next for me. There can be injury, which can prevent us from continuing on in our either full capacity or partial capacity. Burnout, if we've worked ourselves into the ground. Bullying, harassment, if we just are in that position where you haven't found a workplace that is suited to you and you're like, okay, I need to get out of this, I need to get off the tools to be able to find somewhere better to open my options. There are a few reasons, like those are a few different reasons why that you get off the tools. So personally, I got off the tools in 2018. It was mostly burnout and a bit like it was 50-50 burnout and wanting to take the next step in my career. Um, I had started teaching um, at a women's shed and I really, really loved the teaching side of things and I had really loved teaching apprentices. I think I've told this story on the podcast before, but when I was a third year apprentice, there was a first year apprentice that was deaf and there is... I've got this particular memory of me being able to teach him how to do a bearing roll under a truck pretty much without communicating, with just showing and writing down on paper. It was amazing. It was the best feeling ever. So I had that inkling of wanting to become a trainer and assessor from that seed and then I was burnt out. The position I was in at work, I was working in a small business, family-owned business that, you know, not owned by my family, but a family business. The boss was going through cancer and has since unfortunately passed. Um, and I was dating the son who was an apprentice, um, who is now my ex, not my current husband. So that situation was very emotionally driven. There was a lot of emotions flying in there, as well as you know, the work, the day-to-day of being on the tools, fixing machinery. And I had also just come back from the International World Skills Competition where I had placed fourth in the world. So we've got this cocktail of things happening and I was working myself into the ground. And I didn't want to get off the tools because I had created this personal brand for myself. I had this really strong self-concept and self-concept I go into a bit more well like I've got a whole episode on it it's episode four and I was a mechanic I had put myself out there as a female mechanic and I was you know starting to teach the next generation I'm a female mechanic you can be a female mechanic you can be 
a female carpenter, you can do it. And as I started to build this brand, that also started, I started to use that against myself. And it really prevented me from taking that step. It really got to the point where I was kind of doing everything because I wanted to stay a full-time mechanic as well as teach and start mentoring and speaking at different places. I was doing a lot of events. I was going to a lot of schools, um, doing stuff for TAFE. Like it was amazing, but it was just too much. I feel like I was doing about 80, 80 or 90 hours a week if you counted in like all the volunteering time that I did because I didn't want to lose that quote-unquote part of myself. If I'm not a female mechanic, then I can't talk about these things. And that really held me back to the point where I burnt myself out so much that I physically couldn't move pretty much and I had to take six months off working full-time. This self-concept kind of part of it, the, the identity of your trade, is something that I see holding a lot of people back from making that next step. We can also guilt ourselves a little bit. There's all this talk about the skill shortage, the trades shortage, there's not enough tradespeople. And we can use that against ourselves because we're like, we're tradespeople, we, we can help out. You know, if we leave, things are going to be worse. There's going to be less tradespeople. But if you're not happy, if there's something else you need to do or if you can feel your back starting to go, which was also a little factor in my situation as well, there was a few different factors Generally, we find ourselves it's not a clean, there's not like, oh, this is why. There's usually a cocktail of things happening. We want to, ideally, if I could go back, I would go before I pretty much worked myself sick. We are not, quote unquote, just tradies. We're not just our trade. There's more to us than the trade that we have. We are more than mechanics. We are more than carpenters. There's more to us. You know, there's the personal side of things where we're brothers, sisters, mothers, cousins, aunts, uncles, daughters. There's all of that part of us. But if we don't do our, like, the trade doesn't just disappear. Because you've gotten off the tools doesn't mean your knowledge falls out of you. It does get a bit rusty, tried and tested. I'm, like, part way back on the tools just to get my body moving and to get energy out and I'm really really enjoying it but I, I am a bit rusty but that's totally fine we need to if you're thinking of getting off the tools and you think like I can't I'm a mechanic like if I'm not a mechanic then what am I we want to start adjusting that you can go and listen to episode four the self-concept one but when we're readjusting we can be a mechanic and a service advisor. We can be a mechanic and a supervisor, like if you're going to go that way. There are a few different places you can go if you want to use your trade and get off the tools. You can go to more that management side of things, the supervisor side of things. You can go into kind of the sales side of things. You can go into the administration side of things, warranty side of things, depending on what industry you work in. Um, you can start your own business and like have tradespeople working under you. You can become a trainer and assessor. Um, and I'm going to do a whole episode on becoming a trainer and assessor or a trade teacher. Um, it's actually one of, I've got a video on YouTube. It's actually one of my most watched videos. So I'm going to do a whole episode on training and assessing or trade teaching, depending on what part of the world you're in. 
But there are places like you can get off the tools and go places where you can use your trade experience or you can leave altogether. Just totally left to field. Just go into banking, you know, wherever. I don't know why I thought of banking, but anyway, you can leave. It doesn't make you any less of a person. It doesn't mean you can't come back to your trade. There's no shame in that, you know, the stat is like people will have seven to 14 different careers in their life. And that's totally fine. Sometimes another thing that can hold us back, depending on the community that you were raised in, is that kind of quote unquote loyalty. You stay in the business, you have one job. If you don't stay in the job, if you change too much, then people are going to see you as flaky, blah, 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 blah. That is something that you may have to work through on its own. That loyalty, it might be an aspect that you need to work through. Have you got other people in your lives that have changed jobs and are still passionate, get employed, all that kind of thing? That Like working through that thought of the loyalty versus the being flaky and changing jobs is its kind of whole thing on its own. I haven't thought of doing a podcast on that, but sit and have a think of that if that is what's coming up for you. Changing into a different industry altogether can sometimes feel like, quote unquote, a waste of our apprenticeship, a waste of the time that we've spent there. And I really want to tell you that it's not. One, because you gave it a crack and it was what you wanted at a period of time of your, of your life, no matter why you wanted it, whether if you wanted to just get out of school and you did an apprenticeship you know, that kind of thing, whether it was you really loved being a mechanic and now you're like, I hate cars, you might have some negative connections to it. Um, or if you're exhausted because of the bullying or anything like that that you're going through and leaving, like that, that is fine. You just don't look back. It's not wasted time. The time in your trade is not wasted time. You've grown up a lot in that time. No matter how old you are, whether you started when you were 40 and then now you're leaving at 45, you've grown up in those five years. I'm really feeling this at the moment because I'm, well, I'm turning 28 this year, so I'm still quite young. But my brain is very, very different to when I started out when I was 15. My life is very, very different. My goals are very, very different. And that's okay. When we're doing our trade and our apprenticeship, which is part of the reason why I recommend if people don't know to do an apprenticeship, is because you build so many life skills doing an apprenticeship. You learn how to talk to so many different people. You can talk to customers. You solve problems, all that kind of stuff. Even if you're not using your trade, even if you do go to my example of banking, you have to talk to customers. You have to work as a team. You have to solve problems. Just because you're not doing it with hammer and nails doesn't mean you're not doing it. So the time on the tools is never a waste. Don't use that to hold you back if you're thinking of getting off the tools. I'm going to do a whole episode on training and assessing because that's personally where I went um, and it is actually a really amazing and fulfilling option. Like I said, the option that I took. Um, and that's okay. I really hope if you were kind of in this in and out of being like thinking, should I stay on, should I get off, that this episode helped clear that up for you. Another episode that you can refer to if you have decided to get off the tools or knowing that, you know, there is something next for you is an episode that I did a few um, a few episodes ago called The Research Season. 
So if you're like, okay, it's time to get off the tools, what do I need to do next? Maybe just embrace that research season, have a listen to that episode and go through, see what you want to do, what spikes your interest and what you want to give a go. Another place you can look is on the Talkin app. So this episode is proudly sponsored by the Talkin app. So the Talkin app is a, an app pretty much like Facebook for currently the mining community, but it is expanding into different equipment areas soon. But the Talkin app is a connection of different people within the industry to talk about different products that are out there, so different machines, what's going on with them, faults, um, operation, that kind of thing. So if you're thinking of, you know, doing something different, you can use the Talkin app to connect with other professionals in the industry and see what they're doing. Use it for that as well. Do a bit of research. Get into that research season and using the Talkin app is an amazing way to do that. Uh, in the show notes, there is a link to download the app. If you use that link, you are supporting that this podcast in the process, so I would really, really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you got some clarity, and I just want to remind you that I believe in you. I am part of your hidden community, and you can reach out to me for support if you would like to. You can follow me at on Instagram at Louise as a Party Coaching. You can join my Facebook community, Tradeswomen Owning Their Power, which is open to tradeswomen, women wanting to get into the trades, people, if you're trans, non-binary, wanting to get into the trades, or if you're a supporter of tradeswomen and minorities in the trade, you can join that group as well. Have an amazing day and I will talk to you next time.